0: Now playing. Hello good people. I'm Diane Franklin, aka Princess Joanna, and you are listening to Movie Reviews in 20 Q's podcast.
1: Holy shit. That was something different. Wow, we got actually we actually <laughs> got one of the actresses from one of the movies on our podcast.
2: Amazing.
1: Oh, cheers, Diane Franklin. That was a great way to interest our show. But let's segue into how we normally do. Hello, good people, and welcome to another very special edition of the podcast, Movie Reviews and 20Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. This week's film is the 80s, some might say classic, others on this podcast might not, <laughs> film that is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And yeah, I mean, this is episode 83, and we're joined by one of 1983's best products, Stacey Stacy How are you, Stacey?
2: Oh, I'm great, thanks, Sam. I'm super <laughs> happy to be here.
1: Excellent, excellent. And because we are doing the 80s film, we've got to go and reach out to our favourite 80s queen of them all, it's Gidget Von LaRue. How are you, Gidget?
0: Dudes, it's awesome to be here, man. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, I'm party pumped. on. I'm pumped. Yeah, party on. Be excellent to each other. This is this is a cool movie. It's good fun. It had been a while since I watched it. I gave it a rewatch and just just enjoyed it. Just sit back and just let it wash over you. It is good, good fun. And, it could, and it's relevant, too, because supposedly they're doing a third one now with a much older cast. I
1: don't know if I'm excited about a sequel, because, you know, we've seen what happens when Dumb and Dumber try and come back and do it. We've seen what happens when Anchorman tries to come back and do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous.
0: Plus, he's just it, Keanu Reeves is just John Wick now. So yeah. it's just going to be weird watching John Wick going, dude. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, are they actually using the same cast?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. Whoa.
0: Yeah, Keanu
1: Reeves and the other one are coming back.
2: <laughs> and old Alex Alex Winter.
1: Alex Weiner What's his last name? Winter. Winter. What's his name? Who is he? I don't, I've got oh, no exactly.
2: Exactly, that guy.
1: Before we get into it a little bit more, we're just going to run through the plot of the film. So, Stacey Hurley, what is the plot of the movie Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure?
2: Bill and Ted are high school buddies starting a band. However, they're about to fail their history class, which means Ted would be sent to military school. They receive help from Rufus, a traveller from the future, where their band is the foundation for a perfect society. With the use of Rufus's time travel machine, Bill and Ted travel to various points in history, returning with important figures to help them complete their final history presentation.
1: I'd like to think that our podcast might one day create a perfect society.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's destined to.
0: Oh, absolutely. Funny thing is, and I couldn't help but look it up because his father actually threatens to send him to military school in Alaska. There are no military schools in Alaska. (laughs) I was curious. I'm I'm thinking, is there? Yeah, I
2: actually Googled that. So there you go. So that's just compounding how dumb these guys are. (laughs) they're worried about being sent somewhere that doesn't exist his father just thought okay military school's bad and we're a really far away place that that he won't want to go
1: i think he's just going to chuck him on a plane to anchorage in alaska and just say no see you good luck there's a school around here somewhere (laughs) having a look at the scores for this movie imdb have it at 6.9 out of 10 rotten tomatoes at 78 percent. holy shit i thought my eyes were deceiving me but uh yeah gidget what would you give this as a score out of ten thousand wild stallions
0: Okay, I'll do it out of 10 because I can't work out math, as you know. Yes. Uh, so out of 10, I'd give it a 6, I would say. It, it's very hard to give it a higher score than that because it is, it's is—it's a doofy movie, you know, but uh, it's, it's definitely good fun. So 6.5, six there we go.
2: I just can't get this movie over 5,000. Oh. So it's 46.46. 46. 46. I don't it's know why, but it's am Breaking my heart, you <laughs> Double number. Don't oh, break my heart. <laughs> just um, not really loving this.
1: I would have been seven when this film came out and I remember watching it so many times. I can't give it over six point nine out of ten and that's hilarious IMDB. Sixty nine <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna go there with you. I'm gonna go 69, 69 out of ten dudes.
0: Oh, that's that's a good score. We should have all done that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is review a movie by asking twenty weird and wonderful questions about it. We start with ten that we all answer, we then go into three personal questions that we answer, and we finish on. On the listener question, which we threw it out there to you, our dearest, dearest listeners, to answer for us. The one we always start with is the compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing good about this film. And given that Stacey looks like she's going to have trouble coming up with something good, why don't you start us off, Stace?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're right, actually. You know what I love is Bill and Ted. They are lovable doofuses, but I love their naive kind of confidence. They're happy with their lives and themselves and (laughs) what they're up to and they don't give a shit that they're really clueless and probably will drop out of high school and not get a job. They don't care about that. (laughs) And I I just love that. They're terrible role models, but I think everyone needs a little bit more of that kind of naive confidence.
1: Hey, I turned out fine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you think. (laughs) The bad thing is, come on props, dude. The... Uh, umbrella framework on the top of the telephone box time-travelling machine. It's an umbrella. Like, that's not going to take you anywhere. They could have come up with something a little bit better for their aerial.
0: <laughs> yeah, because the science behind time travel is so specific. <laughs> They really should have looked that up and gone, right, let's look at previous
2: time-travelling machines. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, look, I'm just picking holes because it's something that really stood out to me and it bugged me when I was watching the movie.
1: We're three minutes into the podcast and we've already got the Stacey oblique tangent answer. I'm so happy about this.
2: (laughs) That's a record, you've never given it on the first one Later on they fix it with bubble gum (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly I feel that was a real 80s Maybe 90s phenomenon Like yeah, bubble gum just fixes things All over the place
1: MacGyvering the shit out of it Yeah Yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. And my final good thing is, at school, I didn't really like history at all. I didn't see that it was relevant. And it kind of makes history fun. It's like, let's just go around and visit these historical places and learn stuff. Man, I'd love it if history class was like that.
1: It would make it a lot more interesting. What do you got, Gidge?
0: <laughs> I just basically said, it's a great 80s fun movie. It's simple yeah. as that. It's, it just encapsulates the 80s. And dude, it's just awesome bad. I really struggled to think of a, a, a really bad thing, but I, I was, suppose I would say Ted's father just had no depth of character. It's just <laughs> like he was just... The, ba- the baddie You know what I mean There was no diversity In his character Or anything like that And the the other good thing Is the soundtrack's awesome it's got
1: Oh some yeah Shit the, yeah the,
0: Like not necessarily Totally well known songs But really good music And a really good score And soundtrack to this movie So that's really enjoyable So that's my That's my sandwich right there
1: For me yeah The good thing is like I like the concept of it Like sure It may be ripped off A little bit of like Back to the Future Or something like that But I just like the concept Of like these two idiots Plumbing their way through time And picking up up all these random strangers and then bringing them back and seeing the sort of repercussions of what you do if you brought historic figures back to our time it's simplicity but it's also kind of got a little bit of intelligence to it i don't know i'm going on a limb here i've probably alienated all else. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the funny thing is it's their lack of respect for history you know but they're just so casual about it so i think there's something kind of amusing about that too
2: it's totally whoosh, it's like over their heads. They've got no <laughs> clue <laughs> what they're not appreciating. It's absolutely
1: amazing. The bad thing, some of the jokes haven't aged all that well. Some of them are a bit like, eh, okay. And my other good thing is I really liked the sets. I, I think they did a real good job of actually recreating these historic environments.
0: Yeah, mm. I, I agree. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it, it does feel like all around the world. So wherever they filmed it, I'm guessing they filmed it all in America, but like it looked like they were in that particular time.
1: Yeah, they did a pretty good job. And that moves us on to question number two, which is a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing Phil Jointson, who for the Princey Summer $5 a month gets to have his question in the first 10 questions. And what would he like to know, Stacey Hurley?
2: He would like to know what item from this film would you want or definitely not want to be? I would not
0: want to be the phone booth. Because let's (laughs) let's let's break this down. All right. It would be stinky. Right. First of all first of all, if you're claustrophobic, it'd be a nightmare. It'd be stinky because most of those historical figures that they wouldn't wash regularly. And talk about BO. So Oh, especially cramming.
1: Genghis Khan. Fuck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yes. But even, even Joan of Arc and stuff like that, like any, any of them. I mean, all, the, all that stuff wasn't readily available to them. The other thing is, when do they go to the toilet and stuff like that? So I would not want to be the phone booth because <laughs> that would be a nightmare, I think.
1: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I don't want to be the, the mall the mannequin, who's just hanging out, chilling out, modeling some clothes, <laughs> and then suddenly goddamn Genghis Khan picks up a baseball bat and beats the living shit out of me. <laughs> trying to live my best life and this crazy fucking mongol just destroys me fuck
2: that noise like so many others yeah. Well, I want to be the bubble gum that saves the day. That <laughs> puts the, time... on, the umbrella, on, that yes, on the umbrella on that damn umbrella. That damn umbrella. But it, thank God for the chewing gum; otherwise, they would have been screwed.
1: So, you want to be a substance that's been chewed up by like ten different dudes? Is that what yeah? You're
2: well, that was gross. That... <laughs> it, it, it
0: actually no. is gross, and I'd forgotten about that scene because they chew and then they put it all in their hands. So that's all the people yeah. going going in each other's uh... hands. But then, when Keanu Reeves' character does it, he actually gets the wob of gum that's been in all their mouths. And puts it to his mouth and puts the gum directly yeah. from his mouth onto it. <laughs> and I'd forgotten all about that. And I'm like, oh, talk about committed to the role. Because it's, yep. it's got all that spittle and yeah, ugh, ugh. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you want to be that, Stacey?
2: Well, I wasn't thinking about that part of it. I was just thinking about saving the day.
1: The blob out of and 10 being, dudes' mouths, being eh? the
2: crucial element that keeps this story going.
1: That's true. You would be a hero.
0: Yeah. You'd be a big spittle <laughs> hero. Yeah. <laughs> Number three is uh, what deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: Surprisingly, I actually have one. So there's a point at which they go back in time and then they give themselves like a little bit of advice and that gets them on their little warrior's journey. And I I actually thought about this. There was a time once when I was really young and I was like, if time travel is real, then I want my future self to come back and talk to my current self and just say, hey, everything is going to be fine and then just disappear. And then I sort of looked around and I never appeared. So I was like, nope, they're never going to invent time travel while I'm alive. (laughs) Because I kept saying to myself, I'm going to remember this time, this date, and I'm going to send myself back to that time. Oh, fuck, I'd completely forgotten about that time and date the next day. I wouldn't have a fucking clue. (laughs) Even, even if they invented it tomorrow, I'd be like, I've got no idea where to go at that kid's age or how old it was. I think I was maybe 14 or 15. I wouldn't have a clue.
2: Yeah, so just go back to any age from like 15 onwards.
1: No, but I was mentally ready. Like, if I showed up and, and me walked up to this kid, a 14-year-old me, was like, hey, man, I'm you from the future. That 14-year-old kid would beat the shit out of me.
2: Yeah. You were mentally ready to receive a future version of yourself.
1: At that for, that for about two minutes, 14-year-old me would not want to accept the fact that I am me now. I, I think he'd be so disappointed. Aww, like, what do you mean I'm not six no. foot four with long flowing dreadlocks and lead singer of a band and captain of the All Blacks?
0: They can't see me, but I can actually see Sam and Stacey. And Stacey's face just then was just like... Oh, but I love you, darling.
1: (laughs) What's your deep philosophical debate, Stacey Hurley?
2: Well, it's not deep. It's not that philosophical. I just want to know, how did this movie get made? (laughs) 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 I'm not loving it, and I'm like, come on, would this get made now? But then I look around, and I'm like, yeah, there's lots of crap teen kind of high school movies. I'm not going to
1: sit here and take this shit. (laughs) No, Taking you back to ancient Greece and letting you <laughs> hang out with Socrates. <laughs> so
2: great. Don't get okay. me wrong. When I was young, I did love this movie and I watched it, but it just, I just don't love it now.
0: Yeah, okay. To me, so, well, any time travel movie or show, one could go into deep discussion about how many faults are mm. in it and probably best not to read too deeply into it. You've just got to sit back and just go, okay, it's a movie. It's good fun. Um, Yeah, so I wouldn't get too Mm. deep philosophical into it. (laughs) Because then I start freaking out. Then I'm thinking, when when would I want to go back in time? And I'm thinking, you can get too deep into thought about it, but really the best thing to do would be go back a week and just know all the lotto numbers. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely keep, keep it
2: simple yeah
0: yeah keep it simple <laughs> or
1: just buff 10 in it and take back a bloody sports almanac
0: yeah exactly that's exactly right that was that was so spot on that was a really clever thing to do and i think most of us would do that yeah. because i think the one thing that you'd want because i read too much into it i'm like oh i'd go back to to roman times or egypt or whatever that and bring mm. back all those treasures all that gold and all that and then colonel looked at me my partner and said just go back a couple of days and know the powerball numbers <laughs> <laughs> why would you bother trying to bring all that stuff back because you're going to have to try and sell it anyway J- just win $50 million. There you go. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, so question number four. Which two characters would you like to take with you on a crazy night out?
2: It's got to be Beethoven for the music. Yep. Yep. And uh, Napoleon, because man, he just seems to want to have a good time
1: That dude knows how to party, man
2: <laughs> And he likes
0: his ice cream He's <laughs> into the ice cream
2: And I was actually thinking if this was a pool party Like, you know, he'd be right in there He'd
0: love it he yeah. <laughs> pushing all the little kids out of the way Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah you, know, awesome, you know, it's
0: interesting too the, the actor that played Napoleon Bonaparte Is a, an actor called Terry Gam- Gamalieri He's actually Australian Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's an Aussie dude playing a French dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. That's fascinating.
0: <laughs> well, touch. I agree with you, Stacey. I take Beethoven for the music. Yeah, um, I'm a big classical music fan, so I would just be in awe. And I think Billy the Kid would know how to party. He seems like fun. <laughs> Billy the Kid, and he's kind of cute too, so there's yep. that factor. So you'd have to get him to leave his guns at the door, because otherwise <laughs> you'd probably end up getting shot. But all during the movie, he seems like the most fun Yeah, Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's having more fun than Bill and Ted, actually. So, (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) he's like, yay, all these new places. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, yep. I reckon Bill and Ted would be the
1: two worst people to take with you on a crazy night out, to be honest. They're morons. So I was with you, man. I was like, Billy the Kid would be the tits. He's like, he knows how to have a good time. He knows how to throw down a party and get on the piss and shit. And Joan of Arc, fuck it. She knows yeah. the how to dance
0: <laughs> and work out and do exercise. So
1: I think Rufus would be another good pick too, because he's he's just fucking George Carlin. George Carlin's just cool. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Okay, that takes us to question five, but this is a Patreon question.
1: Yeah, so this question comes courtesy of Dave Baker, our latest Patreon. Uh, Dave also has his own Patreon. On it, he posts a cornucopia of creative content. These range from pro samples to curated YouTube recommendations, because hashtag beat the algorithm. From YouTube video essays to written essays on Medium. He's just getting started, but plans to do a lot more. His link is patreon.com forward slash your favorite, and it's favorite without a U you for all the, you know, normal spelling English people out there. (laughs)
2: Non-American English.
1: (laughs) So what would Dave like to know, Stacey Hurley?
2: He would like to know what character would have an awesome social media presence and on what platform. Princess Joanna, played by Diane
0: Franklin, definitely she would have an awesome Instagram account. Selfie City, I reckon. Her and her bestie who I don't think has one line in the movie. I can't remember her talking (laughs) Her bestie. Her bestie's absolutely, you know, a total Kardashian. So they would have just the coolest, you know, all around the castle with the ugly dudes uh t- you know taking selfies and doing the trout pout and all that sort of thing so yeah. <laughs> princess joanna's my pick
1: good answer i'm gonna go with ted field or logan aka counter reeves i reckon he'd have a youtube channel where it's just him just doing stupid pranks or dears or <laughs> you know like jackass style shit
0: yes yes <laughs> i can yeah. totally see that
1: yeah it'd be like viral funny for being a moron but not Realizing why he's funny, it'd be like sort of oblivious to the fact how sort of stupid he is. I'll go yeah. with that, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Well, I'm going with Joan of Arc. She would have an awesome um, aerobics YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be a star (laughs) in Lycra. An absolute warrior for a woman. Right, that takes us to question six. Question six is
1: also a Patreon question courtesy of the amazing Emily Higgins, who runs the Tasteless podcast. So what is it, Gidge?
0: Okay, number six is what film would be the best or worst to watch as a double feature with this film?
1: Keanu Reeves' other time travel movie, The Lake House.
2: Ooh. It oh. is fucking terrible. Oh, I quite liked that. <laughs> you, what? What is wrong? At the time, I, or maybe, I don't know if I'd like it now.
1: For those of you that don't know the plot of the lake house, it's basically Keanu and Sandra Bullock sort of fall in love and then they they, they, they write letters to each other or some yeah. shit and emails, or, I don't know, something they like that. They live in
2: the same house.
1: Live in the same house.
2: Different
0: time.
1: They're like four years apart. And that's the twist, eh?
0: I want to watch it now, so I will be the judge. All right, so we've got Sam hates it, Stacey (laughs) enjoyed it. I will be the judge, so I will watch it this weekend, I
2: promise. Tell us what you think.
1: Emily Higgins would give it like 20 thumbs up. I can imagine she would be totally into the lake house.
2: <laughs> so when I was young, I just cannot think about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure without thinking of Wayne's World. I know, oh, it, nice. I know it came out a few years later, but two doofuses who are mates, who are in a band, who have weird and wild adventures, they're yep. just, just that's anonymous in my mind. I can't, I can't think of one without thinking of the other.
0: Good pick, yeah. good pick. Yep. The worst would be Gary Oldman in Immortal Beloved, because he plays Beethoven. And that's a pretty depressing movie. So uh, it'd bring you down off that Bill and Ted high for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. But nice. it's got Beethoven, so good. Nice movie. or the uh, Saint Bernard dog movie, Beethoven. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that dog might have more intelligence than Bill and Ted. I think it does. <laughs> Saint Bernards are very bright. So yes. Yeah.
1: true. us <laughs> on to question number seven: Which character from the film just clearly needs to get laid?
2: I reckon it's Bill. Don't know why. Just as because
1: he's got a hot mum swung around. That's his step mum that used to be a senior when he was a freshman or some shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said
0: I said Ted's dad. Cause he's oh, just yes. he's ferocious and he's he just needs to relax. He just he so needs to get laid.
1: Yeah, he it was a toss up between him and their teacher that set them the bloody fucking project to do the one oh, it was the like guy you guys gonna
0: revenge the nerds. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one he was just like you guys are gonna fail and rah, rah, you guys are useless. I reckon he needs to get laid. I reckon he needs to blow some steam, <laughs> especially because um, isn't it like. Bill's mum or whatever is like, ah, oh, tell him I say hello. And then she's like swanning around him at the end there like, oh, hi. I was like, what the hell subplot was that, man? Yeah,
0: yeah, she's like sat next to him like they'd had something between the two of them.
2: Exactly. Mm,
0: hint, hint, nudge, nudge, say no more.
2: On that note, that takes us to question number eight. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie? I'd have to make
0: him Abraham Lincoln. He just, he, I reckon, oh. put put the black top hat on him and that weird beard where you never you don't have a moustache i find that so strange when people have beards without moustaches it's always weird but do do that to nick cage and i should get colonel to photoshop that actually him (laughs) as him as abraham lincoln because he's tall as well tall and kind of lanky a bit so yeah AB baby, that's who I would oh, I would make Jesus. Nicholas Cage.
1: I'm going to create a new character. I'm going to create one that they go back in time to pick up, and then they realise, no, fuck this guy. I want Nicholas Cage to play Rasputin.
2: Who is Rasputin?
1: Rasputin <laughs> was one of the most universally hated figures in sort of like Russian history.
0: Yeah, he was. He was just like unkillable. But it was, yes. it, was it was during the rising, and the entire royal family were murdered. And there was always the rumours that the youngest, one of the youngest daughters, Anastasia, actually managed to escape. One of the princess Anastasia's escaped, but but that's now been proved and she didn't and that's just a fable. Some woman came out much later and said, you know, I'm her. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) But but Rasputin was their very creepy, weird-looking advisor. Yeah. I suppose now you call him a mystic man or something like that.
1: I think he called himself a priest or something, but he was just this really yeah. creepy, weird dude who had like long hair, looked sort of really dishevelled and hermited. And like they tried to poison him and then they ended up shooting him three times and then dumped him back at his house and made him look like somebody broken and shot him. Like they just hated him and why not middle cage, that'd be great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so would he be a character where they turn up back there and they look they take one look at him and go, Oh no, we're not taking you back. Look at that. Oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look at that.
2: Uh, he it's creepy, man. Yep. Nick Cage.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm giving him quite a main role for me. I think he'd be a good Rufus. Shit. Just chuck some sunnies on him and he could guide the guys through history. Oh, uh, you win.
0: That's that's a very that's a <laughs> very, very, very good answer.
2: Yeah, Nick Cage would be good at that. He
0: could play anything. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, he he could have been all the characters in Still Magnolias. Let's just be <laughs> honest, T. <here. laughs>
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> Would pay a lot to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all?
0: <laughs>
1: and that moves us on to the final of our Patreon questions, which comes courtesy of Julio of the Conturians podcast. Another awesome podcast here you guys should check out in which they rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. It's fucking awesome. I tune in every week. But, uh, yeah. Julio would like to know what there, Gidget.
0: What is your most controversial opinion about this film?
1: I feel like I'm going to incur the entire wrath of the internet, but I feel like Alex Winter probably should have had Keanu Reeves's career, because I feel like Alex Winter maybe has a bit more acting chops than Keanu, and I feel it's... I feel like maybe Keanu's sort of gone on to bumble his way through a couple of roles and what he plays a dumb-headed doofus, you know, like Speed and The Matrix and stuff like that, but the rest of his movies are pretty shit, so yeah.
0: I know what it is, and it comes down to something so materialistic, it's a looks thing. Yeah. Let's leave it at that.
1: And Keanu is tall, dark and handsome. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong, Keanu is awesome. The amount of money he raises for charity and, you know, just, like, he just he's not a Hollywood star at all. Like, he's real sort of, like, approachable and friendly and shit like that. Like, I saw recently some plane bloody had to land two hours from Los Angeles, a fl- flight between San Francisco and Los Angeles, had to land two hours out. And Keanu was actually on that flight. So he paid for everyone to get a shuttle bus and then told everyone stories about, you know, like his movies and all this other shit for two hours wow. and post with photos and took them all out for lunch and all this other shit. But like, don't get me wrong, Keanu Reeves is awesome. I just feel like Alex Winter maybe got a little bit shortchanged.
0: It is It is one of those things, but it, you can look at all those people that were really big in the 80s and you think, what happened to them? They yeah. were such a good actor. And I, I feel a bit that way with like someone like Deborah Winger. She had an incredible career. She was a very excellent natural actress, but supposedly she was very difficult on set. So yeah. she was in some great movies and she got a lot of accolades and then suddenly, woof, she was gone and <laughs> that can be a thing as well maybe maybe the people are difficult to work with if you because Keanu just seems as you said he's so grounded he is such a nice guy and he's so grounded not only that he doesn't age oh Even
1: yeah Paul, yeah him he, and
0: Paul Rudd do not phenomenal. age uh, phenomenal yep. yeah
1: and like Sandra Bullock and Julia Roberts like I don't know what sort of small vampire cult they're all in but Jesus Christ
0: it's it's called the plastic surgery cult I that
2: right now. <laughs> I heard. Um, so I saw on Instagram a, a photo of Paul Rudd do you know how old he is he is He's 50, 50. He? Yeah, it's geez. his birthday this week 50 he looks mm. the same oh, i just can't believe it amazing Yep. Yeah. you know what and
0: i think there's a pattern in this because it's not like they're health nuts or anything like that right Keanu's smoked for most of his life it is being laid back it is being yeah. relaxed laid back don't Try not to stress about stuff. It's not worth it. Most stuff is not worth freaking out over. And they both seem like that type of person. And I, I think the thing that ages you the most is worrying about stuff, stressing out, freaking out, all that sort of yeah. stuff. So I reckon just, if everyone's just cool and laid back, man, you're going to age well. Okay, dudes?
2: <laughs> okay, maybe i need to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> My, I think I've already said it. Is this film crap?
0: <laughs> it it is a, a very much a generation type of movie. So you feel that fondness for it when you're younger. Mm. Uh, you can grow out of that, or you can just go, no, this just takes me back to my childhood. But yeah. my my issue, my issue regarding it is, you know, where did they all go to the toilet? Also, <laughs> Bill and Ted, they they got they got no sleep. I don't think any of them ate. Um, and I just want to know what drugs they were all on. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a forty eight hour period.
2: Oh yeah, I'm yeah totally. Yeah.
1: I also found it really strange too that time keeps going, but their clock keeps going. You know what I mean? Like they have to go back to a certain time. Because I said to Stacey, I was like, they could just go back to five minutes before the presentation over yeah. and over and over again. Like, they don't need to go back to that exact time. And, like, they even show up and say hello to themselves. And I think Rufus tries to explain it, but it's like, it doesn't make any sense.
2: So they don't need to be limited to the 48 hour window or whatever it is. Exactly. They could take as long as they like to do this project.
1: They could cruise okay. off to Hawaii in 1950 and just sit on a beach for a month and then come back.
2: <laughs> exactly. Why didn't they?
1: Oh, That's I don't such know. a good
0: idea. <laughs> Yeah, but this is the problem with time travel movies. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean. Yes. It's got, they've yeah. got more holes than Swiss cheese. That's yeah. true. So you can't overanalyze it because the three of us—we're all smart. We'd all go to Hawaii and line a beach, and but yeah, they're, they're doofuses. And it's a tri- time travel movie. So.
1: Yeah, and that moves us on to question number ten, which is why well, it's quickly become one of our fan favourite questions what quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear straight after you finish having sex
2: <laughs> okay my, my quote is something they say in the movie that's quite bizarre all we are is dust in the wind dude <laughs> <laughs> what? But like, are you? Who, who are you? That's what. If <laughs> someone was saying that to me, okay.
0: I think the worst thing you'd want to hear from this movie after having sex is either "How's it going, royal ugly dudes?" or "Or way to go, egghead."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Both awesome. <laughs> oh, way to go, egghead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had a couple that I actually thought you were going to pick up one of them, put them in the Iron Maiden. Now, I don't know exactly what they're talking about going in the Iron Maiden. But if somebody looks at them straight after the having sex and saying, put them in the Iron Maiden, I'd be like, what, my balls?
0: <laughs>
1: a
2: mini Iron Maiden.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that takes us on to our personal questions. Stacey, you're first up of your three questions that you ask of us.
2: Righto. Question 11. What exactly was the brief of this school project, and how the how did they meet it? They just seemed to be doing random shit the whole time.
0: At the end of the day, it was a project about history. They had to do a history talk, and they met it pretty awesomely. I think they did it. They certainly did the most entertaining history presentation. Although they were late, so they shouldn't have let them on stage. But anyway, mm. waving hands... And, and I think they reached that goal. The only thing that confused me is did the audience believe they were the actual characters or not? Or did they just think they just got a bunch of actors, yeah. uh, to dress up? And the other thing is a couple of the acts like, you know, Napoleon's routine with the whole battle strategy on the table, that'd be pretty dull to watch
2: mm. for oh, an yeah. audience
0: member. So did they completely nail it? In the movie they did, but, yeah, would the entire performance be entertaining? Not necessarily.
1: I just love that the entire school has shown up to see one class's presentation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's like it's not a concert. It's not, it's not a musical or whatever. It's just a bunch of kids from one class presenting rather boring speeches. And, yeah, it's the entire school sitting there watching.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe it was detention for everybody. <laughs> or torture.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's my answer. Is, oh, Stuff knows what the project was, but they probably failed. Sure, they won the audience award, but they probably didn't get a fucking pass.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, question 12. Which of these two do you reckon could actually hold down a job?
0: Bill seems more alert and aware than Ted. Ted's a total doofus. Bill's just a a little bit bit more on point and Ted's the real sort of, you know, cloud donkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could imagine Ted is like either a yoga instructor or a crash test dummy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nice. Good answers, guys. Okay, question 13. What period in history would you two most like to visit?
1: Oh, this one is very easy for me. I'd like to go back to 70s Hollywood so I could watch some of these classic, awesome 70s Hollywood films get made. But instead of a sports almanac, I'm going to go back to 70s Hollywood and I'm going to have a script for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to have a script for E.T. I'm going to have a script for, for Empire Strikes <laughs> nice. Back. I'm going to have a script for Return of the Jedi. I'm going to go back to the Future. All of these films that absolutely made the 80s, I'm going to go back. I'm going to become uh, Samuel Spielberger, (laughs) (laughs)
0: You would be, like, the biggest producer in Hollywood
1: Shit, yes I would, man It would be hard to get away from New Zealand in the 70s, though Given that we hadn't even had planes or anything Or ships or...
0: You, you, you have watched An- you have watched Anthony Hopkins in the world's fastest Indian, right?
1: Yeah, I yeah. know, I know. I'm just taking. Yeah, the he
0: managed to do it with that car. He managed to get over to America. So if yeah. Anthony Hopkins can do it in the world's fastest Indian, you can do it too, Sam.
1: Yeah, that almost bankrupted the country. But yeah, yeah, sure.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> Gidget,
2: what period in history would you like to most go back to?
0: I'm torn. So one of them would be, and it's one of my favourite movies. One of my favourite composers is Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. I'd love to go back and be in the audience for one of his operas before he started falling apart. I want to go back and see him perform his Symphony Number no. 25 in G minor. Oh, nice. That's how specific I'm being.
2: <laughs> wow. That is impressive.
0: That's very Thank specific. Thank you. I'd love to go back to the Roman times. Just check that out. Just hang around. Just see what's happening. Uh, I'd like to go back to prehistoric times. Way back to early man. I'd like to know where the missing link is. I'd, I'd, I'd like to be just at that that process of evolution and, and see what happens and take a video camera and just film it all. <laughs> I'd, really, I'd probably get killed by a Spear or something yeah. like that, but but anyway, and I think the really big one would be I'd like to go back to 1922 and I'd like to be with Howard Carter in the Valley of the Kings to discover Tutankhamun's tomb. Holy shit. That- that would just blow my mind. I'm
1: just imagining the um, prehistoric one, and suddenly we just get all these cave paintings of Gidget all around the world get discovered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The black and white photo that I use on Twitter. <laughs> it's yeah. suddenly, suddenly on, the, on the walls with all the mammoth paintings. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool, and that moves us on to my set of questions. So in the film, these guys come back with Napoleon first, accidentally, and they sort of drop him off of Ted's brother and like, hey, here you go, take care of uh, one of the biggest... I don't know, general emperors in history. (laughs) One of the most bloodthirsty men you could ever imagine. Yeah, here you go. So they take him to an ice cream bar and let him have a Sunday. They take him bowling, at which point they just ditch him. And then Napoleon possibly just sleeps in a bush somewhere and then wakes up the next day and goes to a water park. But I want to know from (laughs) you guys, what would you guys do if uh, your sibling popped up right now of Napoleon was like, hey, take care of my, I'm going to be gone for the next 24 hours.
2: Well, I was just imagining as my younger self, like you don't know who this guy is. He's just some old... Old dude, and you're like, Oh my god, I can't believe you've asked me to look after this guy! So I just drop him off at the movies and say, Right, see you later, enjoy, here's some popcorn, off you go. <laughs>
0: Very similar to Stacey, actually. I would actually take him to see some arty French films mm. oh, yeah. at the local arty cinema. And then I'd bring him home and I would just give him heaps of wine, heaps of bread with tons of butter on it and packets of cigarettes and, you know, yeah. vive la France. I would just <laughs> – just, we would just have a very Frenchy type of time and he'd be very, very at home and at ease.
2: Yes, make him feel very at home.
1: So if I'm me – what number am I thinking of?
2: 69, dude.
1: <laughs> Correct.
2: I actually
0: said one million, as that's the amount of listeners us podcasters want. <laughs>
1: ah, that's good. Yes. That's good. <laughs> and finally, oh, this is the question that I can't help but want to know from you guys. What the hell does Missy, Bill's stepmum, see in Bill's dad? I mean legit like she's a hot young thing and Bill's dad honestly looks like he's a crusty your, old dude. You're like lo- local office accountant or something like that. He's just not
0: <laughs> First of all she knows that the guy she's married to his son has got hot friends. So she can she can sort of link up and, and flirt and, and be all flirty and show off at cleavage and all that to them. I think she enjoys that. And maybe she's just into older, protective, well-off gentlemen. Mm. Yeah. That, that's That might be her deal. Just like a lot of older blokes are into much much younger women and stuff like that, she might just like that sort of scientist-looking type of dude. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's where my answer comes in. I, I think it's something to do with just money or being pro- provided for, you know, having that older guy to, like, look after to her so she can just be a full-time stepmom i don't know um, i'm sure sigmund- she doesn't have a
0: job i don't think no. because she's she's either gardening or she's picking up uh, bill and ted yeah or, you know she's rocking up at their school although you know both their fathers show up as well i suppose so obviously no one's got a job in this movie <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i'm sure sigmund yeah. freud
1: would have had an opinion on it but uh,
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: and that takes us on to gidget's questions
0: Okay, so it's my question time. All right, so number 17. What rock song would be a good theme for Joan of Arc?
1: Joan of Arc is very young and got burnt at the stake under the sort of auspices that she was a witch, so I'm going to go with Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child.
2: Oh, nice. Beat nice. that,
1: Stacey Hurley.
2: <laughs> I think it's going to be physical. Oh, nice. Living Newton-John. Yeah. Oh, good work. Good work.
0: I would actually go for some akka Back in Black. Ah, yeah. uh,
2: yes. <laughs> That's a great answer.
0: All right, number 18. Should Bill <laughs> nail his stepmum? Not like they're blood relatives or anything. I mean, cross the line, guys. Just cross it. Just do it. Yeah,
1: I mean, technically, it's not illegal. But at the same time, it's also not illegal for me to eat one of my gym socks after I've been exercising for about two hours. You know, <laughs> it's not illegal, but it's still gross. So I- I'm going to go, no.
2: I'm just going with sure. Why not, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yep. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, she's probably closer to his age than she is to the man she's married to.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: It'd be funny so, if yeah. Bill started going out with her mum and then... Bill would become his own grandfather? Is that how it works?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that sort of stuff happens. I'm sure it happens. Oh,
1: totally, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's just weird. We'll move on quickly from that one. Yes. It's, I, don't, I don't know why I asked that one. That's just weird. Um, so 19, what era from any of the historic figures, including early man, would you go back and live in for a year?
1: As long as I've got guaranteed safety, I'd like to go back to biblical times and just see what was really going on with Jesus.
0: Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have a caveat. You're completely safe. You're not going to be killed. You're not going to be attacked. You're not going to be slaughtered or harmed or anything else like that. With that in mind, yeah. I must admit, yeah, I'd be curious too.
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: See what the big deal's about. <laughs> even still,
1: like, if you have that caveat, if you're not going to be harmed, killed or die, then I'd like to go back to 1940 Germany and just storm through the battlefields and shoot every fucking person I could.
2: got.
1: <laughs> no, and in the war, for, like, kill Hitler. Oh. Come on, think about yeah. it. Imagine if I ended World War II four years early. I'd be a superhero. <laughs>
0: You'd kind of have to go back there around sort of the late 30s. True, yeah. If you go back even earlier, be a prison guard and kill him in his cell. Yeah. That would be the easiest thing to do. There we
1: go, 1930 Germany. Yeah, done.
0: Yeah, he's, in the middle of him writing Mein Kampf, you just go... <laughs> Stabbing through the throat Do a Game of Thrones on that bastard Yeah, exactly <laughs>
2: There we go Yeah, I don't know what year this is But we, we went to Europe in, a couple of years ago And during our tour of the Coliseum One of the most captivating stories That the tour guide told us Was when they had a period of time Where, they, you know, they had gladiatorial battles And they had lots of various different events That they held in the Coliseum But at one yep. point in particular They actually had sea battles Where they had Water in the Colosseum. They had mm. ships, and they actually had whales and sea life shipped what? in yeah, to the Colosseum. No way. The, the tour guide just writes it off with, "Oh yeah, but that only didn't last very long because it was quite expensive to produce." I'm like, to no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, I would think, you know, you'd need waterproofing,
0: wouldn't you? Although all the yeah. water would just like flow out of the stadium. But that is a freak. So I'm going to have to Google that now. Yes, yeah. go Google it. Because that is that is some crazy stuff. I know. Yeah, it's
1: fucking nuts. I'll, I'll
0: come back with you, Stacey. Yeah, yeah. It would just... All right, Sam, I'll come back with you and let's check out this Jesus chap. And then Stacey, I'll come back with you and we'll check yeah. out the, the whales and the sea life in the in the auditorium. Yeah. Coliseum, yeah. sorry. <laughs>
1: And that takes us down to the final question, question number twenty, which is the listener question, which we throw out there to you guys for your answers, which we'll get to soon. First of all, we're going to answer it. What is the best time travel movie of all time?
2: Gotta be Back to the Future.
1: You got any other faves?
2: Yes. What's that one? Back We've to the, the Future
1: too. Back to the Future.
2: No, 3. no, 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 no. I don't, <laughs> yes, I don't do sequels. <laughs> it's the first one or nothing. What's that one we watched? <laughs> Sam's face just then when Stacy
0: just said that was just gold. <laughs> what I'm, the I'm fuck? Should be, I should have been recording their video yeah. so I could turn that into a gif. And just every time anyone just goes, What the fuck? I'm just gonna show Sam's reaction
2: to I don't do sequels. Yeah, I don't just...
1: <laughs> so that's why this? you hate Marvel movies so much, is because it's like the hundredth sequel of
2: Exactly. This is no surprise. You knew this about me when we first met. <laughs> so
0: Stacey, let me get let me get this right. You know that aliens is a sequel to Alien, right?
1: She's only just seen Alien.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: Aliens is tonight's <laughs> viewing.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yes. She hasn't seen The Terminator. She hasn't seen Terminator 2.
0: What do you do? Sam, are you doing? Sam, you're breeding with this woman. I know. What are you doing?
1: It's been fun. It's been a fun little endeavour getting her to watch these films. But, yeah. Oh, I yeah. bet. So what's yours, Gidge?
0: So Boring, Back to the Future. Has to be. Oh,
1: Aww. Birds of a Feather, you two. Eh?
2: Yes. <laughs> yep
0: yep it's got to be we haven't podcasted it yet because uh we're, we're waiting to for it to be a real special event because it's such a big movie and yeah. not only that every other podcast is podcasted back to the future so if we can't bring something new to it which we really want to do mm. uh so we've got to put a lot of thought into it so it'll be later in the year but we definitely will be podcasting it but it's it's one it's a classic 80s movie it
2: is what about you sam
1: i'm gonna have to go with terminator 2 I love The Terminator. Love it, love it, love it. That's like a 9 out of 10 movie for me, but Terminator 2 is like a 9.2, 9.4, Yeah, it's just, oh, there's something about it. I just love it.
0: You prefer a more kick-ass Sarah Connor rather than waitress Sarah Connor. Yeah,
1: that's it. (laughs) And, like he is a hero, you know what I mean? And but yeah, like John Connor's a whiny little bitch, but the rest of the movie is just fucking awesome, man.
0: Yeah, it is. Look, I couldn't I wouldn't be able to choose between Terminator and Terminator two. My dad took me to see The Terminator. It was kind of groundbreaking in a lot of ways, that first movie. So that yeah. will always that was always pip at the post. I think the Terminator for me is a ten out of ten. Terminator two is a nine and a half out of ten. Nice. Mm. I
1: just A favourite piece of trivia about that original Terminator was that O.J. Simpson was originally considered for the role of the Terminator, but they sort of tested the idea and just thought no one would take him seriously as a murderer. <laughs>
0: yeah, funny though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that moves us over to you guys, all you wonderful people out there that gave us some answers. We're just going to go through them pretty quickly and try to do as many as we can. Uh, Paul from the Countdown Podcast and Daniel from the IMDb Junior Podcast both had the same answers, which was Back to the Futures and Terminators. I mean, yeah, we've already mentioned them. How can you argue of that? Uh, I used to watch this podcast, said has to be Back to the Future, but is nobody going to say The Lake House with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock?
0: <laughs> Stacey is. <laughs> yeah, why
1: not? <laughs> yes, we have. Joanne said Donnie Darko and Looper. Absolutely great picks. Gillian uh, Ashton, she also went with Terminator. Until they completely aborted the timeline, but the first two are perfect. In fact, none of the other movies exist because I've terminated them. Good on you, Gillian. <laughs> the Cinema Guys went with 12 Monkeys, Edge of Tomorrow and Looper. Real good picks. Nice. Tara Maholic went with Time Cop. Yeah, a bit of JCVD. And Groundhog Day. Oh, I love Groundhog Day. Damn it. Yeah, I've,
2: I've <laughs> Damn seen, it. I haven't seen it, but we're going to watch that and review it soon.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah the love, hot Day. Uh, good old Nick McAllister, uh, he went with Primer, which is another sort of small-budget indie film, which was going to be my deep cut if no one mentioned it. And yep. speaking about that, the recasting couch also went with Primer. So there we go. Recasting couch podcast also mentioned Back to the Future, obviously, and tied for second is Bill & Ted's Excellent Adventure and Looper. Good on you, recasting couch. Emily Higgins, well, we knew she was going to come in with something weird, and she's gone with The Last Sharknado. It's about time. She said it was honestly good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I believe you on that one, Emily. She shared a little video, which you guys can find on our Twitter page. It's flippin' hilarious. Renegade, Winter of Groundhog Day, Army of Darkness, and Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, Army of Darkness is a great pick, too. Oh, I
0: didn't even think of that one. Yeah. Damn. It's
1: great. Damn. Ryan Terry, Back to the Future, Butterfly Effect, and X-Men Days of Future Past. I loved X-Men Days of Future Past. Easily my favorite X-Men movie. Ah, after Logan. Aubrey McKay, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. What a no, never seen a Harry Potter, never will, Edge of Tomorrow, and Looper. <laughs>
2: Never will. Wait, what? That is a challenge You've right You've never there. seen one Harry Potter movie? No, nope,
1: never. I, I probably will watch them when a uh, kid is born and grows up to that age, but no. Nah.
0: <laughs> that's that's not a bad idea, actually. That's So the two of you can experience them together. Exactly.
1: A mm-hmm. couple more to round it out. Uh, good old Colby Mack at Colby Told Me. He went with a very deep cut. Josh Kirby, Time Warrior. Epic franchise. Never seen it, mate. Not familiar with that one at all. Kelly went with Time Bennetts. Ah, oh, yeah, I love good Terry Gilliam. That's a good one. And... Paul went with Time Cop. Movie Geek Proud went with X-Men Days of Future Past. Recon Cinemation Podcast went with Army of Darkness. Ah, oh, good on ya. Runner-up with Groundhog Day. The Contrarians went with Midnight in Paris, if it counts. Yeah, mate, it does. Totally does. Brian McCree went a little bit off-kilter and actually added a couple of ones that no one else had put up. And he went with The Visitors from 1993, Time Crimes. Great Spanish film. I love. Uh, Frequently asked questions about time travel and safety not guaranteed. Love not safety, mm. safety not guaranteed. That's a real good one. Yeah. Well, Tweet Space also went with Time Crimes. Justin Ballard, Back to the Future, the Hands Down k dollar a day, somewhere in time. And then this one kind of annoyed me because I haven't actually seen it, but Orange Donut went with a lot of awesome ones already mentioned, but I thought Peggy Sue Got Married was brilliant. For no other reason than hahing at Jim Carrey and Nicolas Cage in a quartet.
2: And they're wearing, like, metallic gold jackets or something, like tuxedo oh my god
1: have you seen it Is that just that 80s movie piggy sue got married
2: i think it's just out of the
0: 80s scope i'm if i remember rightly but i have seen it but i haven't rewatched it
1: because his hair looks a lot more fuller than it did when we watched vampire's kiss
0: it looks like- <laughs> oh yeah definitely he was he was balding and moonstruck
1: yeah and finally from the jedi Dropout production it has to be groundhog day a movie that can make you geek out laugh your ass off and cry like a baby at the same time fuck what a movie <laughs> agreed agreed that takes us down to the end I'd like to thank everyone for listening but I'd like to especially thank Gidget for joining us Gidget why don't you tell them all about your podcast how fucking awesome it is your very special guest you've got coming up to talk more about Bill and Ted everything like that go on unleash
0: yes well very special very special guest and this is super exciting it's Sam from movie reviews in twenty Qs, yeah. Oh, I've
1: heard of him. You he's a
0: fucking legend, him. man. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's a really good dude. But yes, so I, I am part co-host of the retro cinema podcast with my with Angry Man, who is away on vacation at the moment. That's why Sam is coming over to help me out. Yes. So it, we can be found on every single listening podcast platform. So just. Type in the Retro Cinema Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, where Colonel Kickhead does the most awesome 80s movie GIFs, animated GIFs. So you can find them all on our Retro Cinema Instagram account. So check that out. And our catch line is we podcast 80s movies we watched back then and that we still love now. And trust me, there's a couple that we've gone... Nah, <laughs> I'm just not going to say which ones.
1: <laughs> and oh, another massive, massive thank you for you for getting us, uh, Diane, to record that little bit at the start.
0: Ah, you're so what? She's so sweet. So she did a recording for us when you're on with, with me on the Retro Cinema podcast, and she did one doing a, a promo for you guys as well. So it's awesome. So thank you, Diane Franklin, for doing that. We love you. Yeah, totally. Yes, totally. Thank you so much
1: and that takes us down the end if you'd like to get in contact with us the easiest way to get a hold of us is on twitter at movie reviews in we also have a facebook page which is uh movie reviews and 20qs or you can send us an email at tqs at gmail.com we currently have a promotion going we have a giveaway which is two tickets to the premiere for the movie same but different that was a we interviewed the sort of filmmakers on that a little while ago and yeah we managed to get two tickets to the premiere so if you would like to enter into the competition to win tickets to the premiere you have to be in auckland on may 4th i think it starts at like six o'clock or something like that. Get yeah. to re- walk the red carpet. Get to shake hands with New Zealand celebrities. So who knows? There might be Shrek the Sheep or someone. <laughs> who's New Zealand's a famous New Zealander?
0: Rachel Hunter. Uh, oh,
1: yes, yeah, she, she might be there. taika Whitey might be there. Peter Jackson might be. There.
0: Sam neill Sam neill yeah. Sam
1: Hurley will probably be there. He's yeah. pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's super famous. There's no chance he'll be there. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: He's, he's too busy being a producer of ET and yeah. Empire Strikes that's Back. True. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, we, you know, because we're such a big deal, We, I think we've got sort of like front row seats <laughs> or something like that, don't we? <laughs> oh, lost Stacy. No, like, answering a question or anything like that. Just email us at mritqsgmail.com and say I'd like to win the tickets and, uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Anywho, that is thanks from me.
2: Thanks. Thanks,
0: guys.